0: Welcome to our mini-series, Unhinged Conversations, the podcast where Jen and I come together to dive headfirst into the chaotic world of marriage, macros, fitness, business, parenting, and everything else in between. I'm your host, Johnny. And Jen. And we're thrilled to embark on this wild ride with you. Let's go.
1: Now, let me tell you a little bit about what you can expect from our mini-series. Unhinged Conversations is all about authentic, unfiltered discussions that leave no stone unturned. We're not here to sugarcoat or present a picture-perfect version of life. Instead, we're going to unravel the messiness, embrace the craziness that comes along with navigating various aspects and seasons of life.
0: And over the course of this series, Jen and I will be sharing our personal experiences, triumphs, and even our failures. We believe that honest conversations can spark meaningful connections and provide valuable insights into the many challenges we all face.
1: From the ups and downs of marriage to the pursuit of fitness goals, managing a business, and roller coaster ride of parenting, we're going to tackle it all. No topic is off limits, and no opinion is too bold. We're going to dive deep, challenge the social norms, and even ruffle a few feathers along the way.
0: Like Jen said, during these unhinged conversations, we hope to provide you with a fresh perspective on the complexities of life. We're not claiming to have all the answers, but we're here to explore the questions and open up conversations that often go unspoken.
1: (laughs) Whether you're married, single, just starting your fitness journey, or you have been here a while, maybe you're a business owner or a parent, or maybe you're just curious about the messiness of life, this mini-series is for you. We're going to create a space where you can laugh, relate, and maybe even know you're not alone in your struggles.
0: Our commitment to you is that we're not going to hold back. We'll share our personal stories, our lessons learned, and hard earned wisdom. Our aim is to leave you feeling inspired, empowered, and ready to take on life's unpredictable journey.
1: So get ready for the chaos, the vulnerability, and the occasional dose of humor. Unhinged Conversations with Jen and Johnny is about to begin. Welcome to the Mind to Muscle podcast, where we focus on exercising our minds and our muscles. I'm your host and sweaty mama, Jennifer Loganville, and my goal is to empower you to live each and every day stronger than yesterday. Being the strongest in the room isn't only about your physical fitness, but your confidence and mindset. Here, I'm your biggest cheerleader as we learn how important it is to put your mind to muscle even before picking up the weight. Otherwise, what are you doing? Grab your water and get set up. We're starting in three, two, one. Let's go. Hey there, and welcome back to Unhinged Conversations. Let's get this party started. Today, we are diving into a topic that hits close to home for both of us doing business as a couple. First things first, I have to address the elephant in the room. I have a lingering head cold. So I sound a little weird. I sound a little congested. Johnny has been making me laugh so hard. I have tears in my eyes because he said I don't sound like myself. Here we go. We're We're just going to get through this. We will. And I'm doing the best that I can. So today's topic, we're really passionate about because we have been an entrepreneur couple for 7 almost 8 years now. And it's kind of funny every time we say we have a baby, we start a business. And it cannot be more true. So, we'll I'll let Johnny start with our first business. I was pregnant with Addie, and I was working as a nurse full-time. Johnny was working. Formerly, he was a semi-truck driver. He worked with his parents. And I wanted him home more. And so then he worked at this place in the town we lived in. And it was like a Monday through Friday job. And he hated it. He worked nights. And so I didn't ever get to see him. And I worked days. So we literally like passed for an hour. Like, hey, what's up? Good to see you. See you on Friday. And... We kind of lived a horrible life of our first year of our marriage just because, well, I'd say like our first six months because we got pregnant with Addie very quickly. I was like, oh, it's going to take forever. And I was like, hello, I'm pregnant. Johnny gave me a high five. He high fived me when I told him I was pregnant with Addie. Like, good job, Jen. I love it. So we were just not very happy and I was pregnant with Addie and... Boom. Do you remember the day I asked you if you wanted to start our own trucking company?
0: I do. It'd been it'd been weighing pretty heavy on us. We were in our first year of marriage and we were married, but we didn't see each other.
1: Yeah, it's rough. And I'm sure some of you can relate to that.
0: Yeah, and there was like a couple of months in there that was just super, super hard on us. Just because what we're going through at work personally and it would carry home to our married you know married life so
1: i was not loving my job i'll be honest as a nurse i worked with some unkind people and so of course that would who else had to bring it home to i would bring it home to johnny and when i did see him i would just take this anger out on him rather than just talking about like Oh, and not realizing it's Johnny's fault that I'm being treated like this. I then reversed it and took it out on Johnny and I was mean. I was mean to him.
0: Not too terribly mean, but I was kind (laughs) of, you know, not having the greatest time at work either. Yeah. I was kind of viewed as the overachiever. Yeah. Like my first, you know, factory job and everybody's just, you know, Barely getting by, doing doing just enough to you know hold the job, and Johnny's then I like, come in here and I'm viewed as this guy that's you know just trying to make everybody look bad just because you know I was used to, used to hard hard work, you know I'd working on the farm and then you know working at a pallet factory in college and then into trucking, so I was like you know I I don't do anything halfway, so when right. I, when I went in there I was like I'm going to learn what I'm doing and I'm going to be good at it.
1: And I'm going to do it right and efficiently and you did and they these old men didn't like it.
0: And you know you're on third shift so you're you got you know you start on Sunday actually you know you're technically the first shift so you got day shift coming in and they kind of see what you all been doing and then all of a sudden all the complaints are coming. Yeah. Cuz then the managers are like, "Oh, why is this guy working harder than everybody else?" and like Oh, maybe because I'm actually working,
1: just doing my job. <laughs> so, we, so yeah, a
0: bunch of grief at work for no reasons
1: on both sides, both and sides. we just weren't happy. And there was a point I was like, "We can't do this." Like, I don't know how people literally function like this. It is miserable. How do people stay married like this for fifteen plus years? And you know, we were in our first year of marriage, which is critical. And so we were on our way to an OB appointment and we had to drive an hour and we were driving through Johnny's hometown, which is a small little town. And we saw one of his buddies in a semi and I just look at him at this four way stop. I remember it like it was yesterday and I look at him and go, do you want to start our own trucking company? And he was like, his eyes lit up. He's like, yes, let's do it. Are you for real? and i was like yeah i mean this clearly isn't working so i think any other options a better option and the rest is history on that we had to take a a scary leap of faith of like okay alright we're all in like you can't just say i'm going to start a business and be halfway in in my opinion you have to be all in or all out like there's no like one foot in the door And we did transition. So I would say there's like a transition period when you're starting your own company. But I always say if it's not a hell yes, then it's a no. And so we were just both like, yeah, let's go. He knew the ropes of trucking, whole new territory for me, other than what I knew from him. And so we knew we weren't going to rely on anybody else. We knew we were going to do this 100% ourselves. And I knew I couldn't even fathom the thought of coming back to work here and somebody else taking care of my baby. And so I needed to know what it looked like to make sure I could stay home with my baby and what we needed to do for Johnny to make sure income-wise that was possible. And so we did all the hard things. We put our heads down and we just kind of suffered through until the end. But it kind of made things a little bit more fun for us because then we were like, Truck shopping, we had motivation, and we knew there was an in near.
0: But it was so hard to get to that. Yes, and like you went, you saw the opportunity of you know truck starting this trucking company, and then finding the truck. And the closer it got, it was like so much harder to go. Yes. You know, go to work because the excitement and the vision and the dream, and so, the
1: scare too. Like it's scary
0: and the scare. Yeah, because you know we had. Addy on the way. So we
1: had these good paychecks that were like steady. And here we are. We're like, okay, we're both like basically quitting at the same time. These jobs, we're in our first year marriage. Let's do this. Here we go. Ready or not. And we just put it all to God. We were like, if this is going to fail, it's going to fail and we'll learn from it. Otherwise, he's going to take it and he's going to soar with it and do whatever his plan is with this. And ultimately, at the end of the day, that's all you can do is like, this was put in our heart for a reason. This is something that we felt like we needed. I'm very big on these intuitive feelings that I have of, okay, I've got this feeling of I need to do something. It's been on my heart. God put it in my heart for a reason. I have to act on those things. And I was like, okay, I feel like this is right. I'm a feels person, 100%. And so... We did it. It was scary. I didn't go back to work after I had Addy, and Johnny did just to end on good terms, and he ended because I needed insurance to have that baby, and um. So, anyways, he left on good terms after we had Addy, and I think I
0: worked there thirteen months. So, yeah. we had Addie yeah, a couple of weeks before our anniversary, actually, yeah.
1: We had Addy on June 25th, our anniversary is July 12th. Yeah. And so anyways, it was great. We kind of had like a week break, but then we were like, as an entrepreneur, if you're not working, you're not making any money. And so that was a big wake up call of like the first realization of owning our own business of like, you could be home for one more day, but that's one more day without income. Go to work.
0: Then it's all (laughs) these hard emotions it's like we're excited excited but now i gotta leave jenny and addy at home and i'm just
1: your state's away kind of
0: headed out on the frontier you know
1: yeah it was and a in wild. trucking
0: anybody that doesn't know you're usually paid on net 30 or net 60 so yeah we're, as you're working that first month you know you're working on your own money like yes. there's zero coming in no and depending on you know what companies you're hauling for and what loads you're hauling you might not get paid till the end of two months.
1: Right, there were some where we didn't get paid for 60 days and you're like, well, I still have to buy fuel for this month. How are we not gonna get paid? That took a long time for me to realize all of those. And you know, we're newly, we're a brand new couple, working a year, so we like drained our savings in that first couple months of getting established and just trying to survive. It was great though. I'll say I was extremely lonely because I was used to you or used to somebody there, sort of-ish. And then you weren't because then it was just me and this baby and you're states away. Luckily, my parents lived in town and they kept me entertained, but I needed my husband. And so I was like calling him all the time and I was, you know, he was busy. He was all over. And so finally... He just goes, just come with me. And I thought that was the craziest thing ever. I was like, I'm not hauling this baby in a semi all over the world.
0: So we're hauling. We're, we're going to go on vacation wherever we're heading, you know. We'll make a trip out of it. We'll make a trip out of it. We'll make work fun this way. So And
1: we did. And it was the best six months of doing that. Addie and I rode in the semi with Johnny for six months straight. Yep. Not straight. We came home on weekends and holidays and stuff. But Monday through Friday, six months, the first six months of her life until she could start crawling. And then I was like, we cannot do this anymore. But it was the best. We went to Florida. We went everywhere. Everywhere we went, we made a little mini vacation out of it. And it was great. It was exactly what we needed to recoup that horrible year of being mad at each other.
0: And just seeing each other in passing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like we were in like a honeymoon,
0: zombie mode. Yeah, you know, that first year of marriage, it was pretty rough.
1: I know. And sometimes we say, if we still were working those jobs, I don't know that we would be married today. I know. That's a scary thought. It is. So, I guess the whole point of the beginning of that whole story is take the leap of faith, even though it feels really, really scary. You'll never know what you're saying yes to until you go all in and you do it. So if you're feeling stuck or you're feeling like you need a change.
0: Or if you've got that little flutter of motivation to do something, you know, grab, hold, and do it.
1: Do it. You'll never regret it. And if you fail, it's okay. It's the best way you learn is by failing. We had so many times where we failed in the trekking world. Like so many times
0: first year we're like wow
1: <laughs> wake up did Cole. we
0: make the uh, right decision here
1: yeah it was a lot of but we had to trust each other so that's where i'm getting into the point of the power of partnership building a business together with your partner it's incredible it's an amazing experience but it's it's hard but you have to see the shared vision and the shared goals you have to know that, that you both are aligned together as a couple you're working towards our common dream and you're supporting each other on the way. Like Johnny had all of these, he's always my positive guy. Like I always think worst case scenario, what if this happens, what if that? Johnny's like very positive outlook on things. Like it's okay, I promise just look ahead. Just keep your head down. We'll get through this. And he got us through a lot of hard times. Positive reassurance is what it takes too you have to have an aligned dream or aligned goals to make it work together. Absolutely. And so kind of we'll go, that was like a wrapping up of that first area. Now, the second part I want to touch on is navigating challenges through owning a business as a partner. is a married couple. And so we, we own our trucking company forever. Until 2019, we sold out to his cousin. And so from 2015 to 2019, felt like a million years, but we had a lot of great highs and a lot of great lows through both, all of those years. There were, there were times, like just being 100% honest, like there were times where we weren't sure if we could, right there in the beginning, I would say that first year, we were like, how are we gonna make it to Friday yeah. with money? Like mm-hmm. we don't know and so then this awesome opportunity came up and we decided okay we lived in this big house we just bought it when we were newlyweds and we're like why do we need this big house we don't need it it's literally just me and addy and so we humbled ourselves greatly we are so thankful to my parents we moved into my parents house Addie and I did. Johnny just came home on the weekends and said, what's up? Because he's tracking 24-7. So there's so many different forms of sacrifice here. So Addy and I moved into my parents upstairs of their house and we bought a piece of land. We bought five acres and we started building this house. And we decided we're going to pay cash for this house. And we're going to build it as we can afford it. We were building like a shoust. And so we only had a loan on the land and we paid for the houses we could afford it because we had this amazing trucking opportunity come up and we had this great contract and it provided for us in a way that we didn't even, we couldn't even wrap our minds around at first, Mm -hmm. truthfully. So When I told her about it,
0: she's almost to the point where like, this is too good to be true.
1: Yeah. And if those come up in your business venture, like, be cautious approach with caution and just like weigh the benefits maybe in that time it was like okay we have to we have to stop with this contract with this guy we were hauling Johnny was hauling um these loads all over the United States he had some really really cool places that he went some really cool stories he helped, Tal, what was the one that you went to Florida with that I was actually, Addie and I went yeah, with you.
0: Hauled, my first oversized load was the I-beams for the covering of the Miami Dolphins yeah. football stadium. So that was pretty neat.
1: That was fun. It was like, where Where did you pick them up? I can't remember.
0: Salina, Kansas.
1: Oh, see, he knows exactly. Yep. He picked them up from Kansas and went all the way to Florida. And so Addie and I hopped on several of those and those were fun to go with. And so we had a shut those doors but we opened to something greater and like johnny says almost too good to be true it provided for us in a way that we just were mind blown we didn't understand like what do we do to deserve this and so it was an oversized contract and it was with the local company that a lot of johnny's family works for and so anyways it's a lot of hard work when you haul oversize from when he's hauled everything you can think of anhydrous ammonia he's hauled flat just regular flatbed which that is hard work strapping those down watching johnny for hours strapping flatbed loads i was like i do not envy you right now <laughs> you know grain all the things he's ha- you've hauled it all
0: yeah hopper bottom tanker yeah. flatbed and so heavy when we haul, oversized, oversized.
1: It was fun it was a, it was wild it's a whole new world you have to have, you know, permits and all the things that go into that. So I took care of all of the accounting and the permit side. But Johnny, then we had like a fleet of trucks and we had some employees and it was a, it was fun watching it you haul that. And I didn't even participate it in it. It was fun. And so um, we built the house as we went. It was what size was our house?
0: It was 40 by like 84 feet, including the garage. I had a three-car garage on one end. House was 40 by 60.
1: Yeah, it was a great house. A lot of people were like, oh, you live in that house? And it was cute. It, was, it had to be like your vibe. It was metal all around. I loved it. It was metal, very humble. Like it was, I love it. It was pretty on the inside. You did not expect that is what it looked like on the inside. That's why I liked it. Yep. Yeah. it's it's not for everyone someone has like you know a house with stucco and stone and it looks beautiful and great but it cost you a lot to build that with the stucco and stone and ours did not cost us a lot to build and we made we turned it over and made double what we put into it and it was wild yeah and so we lived in the house for a while it was a great house and we just kind of rode there for a while we loved it we we had I was pregnant with 3 during that time. We rarely saw Johnny. So with Ava this most recent pregnancy is the first time he's ever experienced me being pregnant and with a newborn.
0: And me being involved like 24/7. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It was fun. It was different. And so it was just me and the kids and he was home on the weekends and it was hard. Like talk about the sacrifice that a lot of people never saw.
0: Yeah. Nobody really understood what we were doing the whole time either. No. Like everybody's like, oh, you don't work to Jen, you know? And it's like, no, she's got a full-time job being a mom. And number two, she's making sure I'm still running down the road, you know, doing all the accounting and keeping all my ducks in a row.
1: And the permits, and there's a lot of stuff that goes into being an entrepreneur. And so when we would run into a lot of people uh. Questioning you, of like, well, do you even work or must be nice to have off? What do you do all day? I would get those questions, and that would just drive me absolutely nuts. Still to this day, people are like, must be nice. <laughs> like, you don't even know, you don't even understand. <laughs> Take
0: one look at in my inbox, and then yeah. it'll change your mind forever.
1: <laughs> yeah. And so, um, the you're gonna get that as an entrepreneur, as a business owner. Whatever it is you're doing, you're going to get the must be nice. What do you do all day sort of thing? And I'm just here to tell you, you don't have to explain yourself to anybody. No. I tried to overly explain myself to people because I felt like, well, they might judge me or they might, you know, think less of me or all these things. And then Johnny is the guy who doesn't give a crap about anything. (laughs) <laughs> and I wish I could be more like him. He truly, like, his feelings cannot be hurt.
0: When you don't have any feathers to ruffle, you can't get your, you know, your feathers ruffled. So that's my mindset. Ruffle these feathers. I ain't got any. Let's go.
1: I know. And I am totally opposite-ish. I will say I've grown a lot in yeah. the last, like, three years. Oh, for sure. Um, I used to let anything and everything bother me or hurt my feelings or the way... And I'm very observant on people. If like people react to me differently one time when I see them versus the next, I would let that bother me. Like, what did I do wrong? And then in the last three years, I've set these like major boundaries and no, I match what you give. That is my mindset. And Johnny has put it in my head enough. Like, why do you need these people approval? Do they pay our bills? Do they No. And I had to think about these people in my life, like family and friends that meant a lot to me they don't pay my bills. So why am I so concerned about what they think about me and what what I'm doing all day? And
0: how they perceive you and, you know. Right. They don't know your goals, so.
1: And right, and honestly, our morals are completely different.
0: Yeah, yeah that too.
1: <laughs> and so it doesn't matter if what their opinion is of me, and honestly, it's none of my business of what their opinion is of me, and that took a long time for me to wrap my mind around. And so you just you get thrown so many different challenges when you are an entrepreneur like I can't even I could write a book about it because you can't really even say like one specific challenge or this or that it's it's everything wrapped into one when you're a business owner mm-hmm. it's the least expected there were years where we got slapped with taxes that we were like what yeah like, it would make you throw up the amount of taxes you have to pay. And like, okay, time to get a new accountant because clearly she didn't do her job. And then it was like there's times of you know, just hardship. A complete, lot of hard
0: blind side, you know, when you own your own business sometimes. People don't see that things those. go wrong. They they can yeah. go wrong, but
1: they people only see the what you have or the ups. Yeah. And And there's a lot of downs too with it. And so just make sure you're communicating. If you are doing this alone as an entrepreneur or if you're with your married partner or a couple or whatever it looks like, communication is key. You have to be clear with each other about expectations and responsibilities and navigate of like, Johnny's better at this than me, so he's gonna take on this task, done. I'm better at this than Johnny. So I'm going to take on this task. And you have to make it work as a couple, as partners, whatever that looks like for you.
0: This episode is sponsored by Top Notch Athletics. We customize tailored clothing for those that are here to get things done. We design clothes for those that never settle. The peak performers, the ones that never sell themselves short of the best. The high risers, those that never quit. The strongest in the room. Step into these clothes and your mindset shifts you become top-notch. Check out tnclothing.com to become your top-notch self.
1: Another tip under that would be figuring out balancing work life and personal life. Yeah. That took me a very long time to figure out because I'll say, okay, so 2019, we sold out. In 2018, I started my own business of JGFG.
0: We sold out 2020. We sold out 2020. October of 2020.
1: Yes. My dates are all squishing together. And so I started my business in 2018. And my intention of starting my business was to help women become strongest in the room. To help a few women become more fit. And I started with 15 members and then it quickly grew to... 15, 30, 40, 50, 100, 200, 300, and over 6,000. And in five years, I've helped over 10,000 people, which still blows my mind to this day, truthfully. So blessed. But my entire intention of starting my business was to bring Johnny off the road to help me and be present with our kids. So a little
0: quick flashback. She was pregnant with Reed, so back in 2017, I was in Bakersfield, California, just unloaded a nice giant oversized load and she gets the call and she's, you know, uh, missing me really bad and having, you know, kind of a hard day at home. And I'm like, babe, I wish I could, you know, be at home. If you ever start a business, this is where I motivated her. I said, if you you ever start a business that makes as much money as my trucking company, then I will, I'll sell out.
1: I was so like, bet.
0: She's just like, you know, kind of thought about it. And then Let's that go. was that. And, and, a and year I had already later- had.
1: Yeah, I had already had read and I already had this in my heart of like, OK, I was going to help women. And somehow I just didn't know how. And that was my drive to be like, OK, now I'm going to figure out how to do this. Because I want my husband home to experience our kids like they're only so little for so long. And he has missed so much like the ultimate sacrifice is time. You lost so much time with our kids and you can't get time back. And so for me, I was like, okay, I can, I'll can, i do anything. And you know, I was working as a nurse PRN and that wasn't going to bring you home. And so I was like, okay, I'm gonna work as a nurse. I'm going to do this and try to do this. And so I tried to start a little boutique online.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was like, okay, I'm gonna do that. And I, I started that. I thought maybe this is where, this is where like was on my heart to start, and it was called Saving Grace Boutique, and I did well with it. Truthfully, yeah, like I did, I did really, really well. well with it. It was so much fun, it was great. But then I was like, simultaneously, it was on my heart to start JGFG, and I was like, ah, I love that I'm helping women feel good in these clothes, but it's not where my heart is. Like my heart is passions fitness. Has been forever. And so that's whenever I had these people reach out to me about like working out because they saw me modeling these clothes that I was taking for my boutique. And they were like, how, you just had a baby. How do you look like that? And I was like, oh. And then it kind of all simultaneously circled together. So at one point in my time, I was working Pierre and as a nurse, running our trucking business on the book side, ordering permits, taking care of our kids as a stay-at-home mom, running a boutique and running JGFG. And Johnny was like, "Let's pick one. (laughs) Let's pick one really good." And I think it's JGFG because you're the most passionate about that. So from there, I just picked one. I shut down. I sold out. Like I just quick like got rid of my inventory of the boutique, and then I quit my nursing job and went all in with JGFG. And that was fun. Like I had my hobby and business. Johnny had his.
0: And you start screen printing your own yeah, JGFG merch so and making all your own merch. I forget and, that I did that. Oh, yeah. Hey, on the weekends, I'd come home and it's like, all right, I got to make, you know, 50 shirts. Let's go.
1: Yeah, I learned how to screen print. And that's whenever you like go burn it into the screen and the vinyl. It was a wow. I still can't believe I did that. I made all of my merch by hand, on top of my workouts, on top of memberships, on top of emails and on macros tracking. and tracking and our kids. It was a lot. There was a point where I was so spread thin. Like again, okay, we kind of got back to the point where like you got home on the weekend, I didn't really see you. I was like, just take care of their kids. I have to do this. And finally, Johnny was like, there are people out there who make shirts for a living. Use those. Yeah. And I was in the, like this point of that's, my business.
0: That's how dedicated and invested Jen was with JGF. Absolutely. And still is.
1: Still, I still this day am that person. If yeah. I was like, needed to screen print my own shirts, I'd screen print 500 right now if I needed still to. Still
0: got it downstairs, ready to go. That's
1: right. And so that's just, you love your business so incredibly much, you would do absolutely anything for it. You get rid of your day job. You get rid of the, the 9 to 5, the 40 hours a week, and you sign up for 100 hours a week. You sign up for 100% responsibility 24-7, wait on your back, because if this fails, it's on you. Yep. But you love it so incredibly much that you are willing to do absolutely anything for it. So like our businesses are like our kids. We love them so much. We'll do anything for them. We work. I mean, you have no rest.
0: You invest your mind, body, and soul, you know?
1: Absolutely. And so it's really hard. It was it was hard for me personally to let go of some of the control for like the JGFG things of the screen printing the shirts, the, the design on certain things. I mean, I stayed up hours. I developed my own website, guys. Like, I don't know anything about it, but I learned it. Like, that's how invested I was. Hours trying to figure it out. And I did. And I made it work until I hired someone to do it.
0: Until you outgrew it.
1: Yes. (laughs) And there was a point where I was like, okay, now I need some employees. Because, and that's really, really, really hard for me to be able to hire employees with my business because they are using that's my name. Is about like I'm the face of the business, which sometimes is really hard for me to like wrap my mind around. But it's hard, and that's how Johnny was in the trucking world. Like it was his baby. Those semis were his babies. So to hire someone to put in them, really hard. Yeah, it was I'd tough. say that was one of the most. That's like one of the biggest challenges I would say are hiring employees. As entrepreneurs and business owners. Yeah. Making sure you you hire someone who loves your business as much as you do. And right now I can currently say that I have those type of employees.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: We are so blessed with amazing employees. Jenny, Jessica, Rachel are amazing. And so, um, yeah, I would say you see there's just so many different things. So, Communication is a big deal. You have to have strong communication skills. You have to be able to navigate all of the things that come with it. Ideas. Johnny's our ideas guy. He comes up with these ideas and I kind of fluff the ideas and then he is like the practical guy and makes them happen. Bam. (laughs) (laughs) But you just have to remember you're a team. So let's touch on the money topic really quick.
0: This is a big one. This
1: is a weird, it's kind of weird.
0: <laughs> it's weird in our mind, depending on which side you are.
1: Yeah. And some of you will agree or disagree. I don't know. I don't care.
0: So do you share a bank account with your significant other? Jen?
1: Yes, of course. <laughs> What's mine is yours. We do. We do. I told her that that day
0: one, like, even, you know, before marriage.
1: Right. And a lot of people don't, which I've learned recently. And I think it's wild because so many different things. It's wild one as a couple, because I was taught my parents have been married for over 40 years. And like you share everything together. I never heard my dad tell my mom that one time growing up that she couldn't buy a shirt you couldn't buy this. You couldn't do this within reason. Like if you're going to go buy a car or a large purchase, I think I feel like anything over like $500 to a thousand, like let's have a conversation. But you're, you're both doing this. You were not, You but the, I see some points like I've asked some of my friends of, who don't share money and they say they don't share money because their spouse spends all their money. So they have separate accounts, which also I think is wild. Like Maybe it's an addiction problem of like spending. I don't know the stories. I don't know. But I just know that if you as an adult are working and you can't control your money, you got to figure it out.
0: Yeah. I just feel like it's so so much secrecy going on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then the whole splitting the bills like, oh, you pay the water bill, I'll pay the light bill and. But my light bill was fifty
1: dollars more than your water bill. Yeah. Like that's the where I next would. Next
0: month we'll swap. I'll I'll pay the house <laughs> payment next month. I mean, it just none of it makes sense in my mind. Who
1: buys Christmas presents?
0: That's a good one too. Who
1: pays for like okay, I just had Ava, who pays for the hospital bill? Yeah. Like for my husband, you'd be like, Well, you had it or you pay for it. <laughs> 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 Do you pay for baby and I pay for me? Like, yeah, I don't know. I, don't I have know. so many questions. I would love to know why. And, like, and how do you make it work?
0: I want to know how is it more efficient. Right. Like, if you're running a business, like, that's what a marriage is. You're kind of, you know, running a business. How is that efficient if you're, like, have all these bills to pay for, all these kids to take care of, and, you know, just all the things. How How is having split accounts split more efficient accounts than joints? More efficient? That's where I would like the proof.
1: Right. Johnny's a numbers guy. He would like to see that. I would just like to know... How do you, I am a jealous person to a certain point. I would be like, how much money got in your savings account? (laughs) If you have more than me, I'd be mad. (laughs) So for me, it's like instant competition with the one person in this world you're not supposed to be competing against. Yeah. I just don't understand.
0: I mean, especially for when we were first married, like. Our money was together and we were, you know. Struggling. Struggling. And I
1: can't imagine like trying to be solo. Like when we got married, I told you, I said, you don't want to join bank accounts with me. I got $50 in my name. And you were like, oh. And then we went and got rid of my bank account. And I was like, no, for real. I just went through nursing school. I have literally zero dollars.
0: I'm like, I don't care.
1: He said, I didn't marry you for your money or lack of.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Said you, same thing. You get this sweet uh, ninety three Ford Festiva. That's right. You're gonna slap your name on the title.
1: Heck yeah! I wish we still had that car. if I you, do. If you're out there and you own that old Festy, please, we'll buy it from you. I miss it. I know. I would let Reed. I'd let it be Reed's first car. <laughs> yeah. I do. I want it back. Um. So, yeah, that's a big topic that. It's an interesting topic. I enjoy when people are open and honest and like cannot make it weird. A lot of people get weird when you start talking about money. Yeah. I get a little weird when you talk about money. I am not, I'm a very frugal person. We
0: don't want to know the amount of money. No, 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 we just want to no, know
1: never. the, the know, like, of why. M- why do you do it like how
0: that? How does it work?
1: Do you all feel like you're a happy married couple? Truthfully, like, do you feel like, if you joined your money together, would you be happier? That is a question I have. Yeah. Like, if you're like, yeah, we're we're happy, okay. Do you ever truthfully wonder if how you would be? How much money
0: they have? How much money they have? Compared do you, to you have?
1: Do you guys like talk about that, <laughs> or do you keep it a secret? Like, so many things. Yeah. The one person I talked about it with, they were like, "We well, got to have a separate at least." some sort of separate account from johnny so you can buy stuff and he not know about it i was like no <laughs> what's mine is his and his is mine and there were years where i made zero dollars and as a stay-at-home mom and he never once told me i couldn't buy something not one time it was nothing outrageous he never told me i couldn't go get my hair done he never told me i but i wasn't spending a crazy amount of money i made sure Everything was taken care of, and then any extra, I could go and you know get a shirt or get my hair done, things like that. Yeah, you have to put your life in a priority. Okay, we have money in our savings with this check. Pay all your bills with this check. Now we have extra money, spending money. The Dave Ramsey, I think your brother got us the Dave's Ramsey mm-hmm. CDs. Yeah, the DVDs um, when we got married. And we watched those and we did the day Ramsey course. And honestly, that was a huge wake up. That was a great learning experience. Yeah,
0: it's a huge eye opener because prior to that, it was just deposit we- the money and, you know, not much it's planning. Yeah. yeah. Not much planning. And then you're like, oh, I got two weeks for the next paycheck.
1: Right. And that's young and dumb, you know, but. The Dave Ramsey really helped both of us. And that came in like little CDs where you could listen in the truck and I would watch the DVDs at home. Mm-hmm. And so we did it together. And to the financial freedom. And I would highly suggest, even if you're a joint bank account or separate, even especially if you are a business owner or looking to own your own business, go do the Dave Ramsey course. Yeah. I still use it in my head to this day. Yeah. I don't do the cash stuff because that just stresses me out like okay this is cash for shirts and this is like that all the little things no that's too much for me but johnny and i have one credit card and all of our expenses for personal stuff goes on the one credit card obviously when you have businesses you have to have business credit cards separate things for different you know businesses when we have how many businesses do we have one, two, three, four.
0: Four is coming soon five we have
1: five five or six we have five Uh Uh-oh. I got to count them. Five (laughs) or six businesses. So it's a lot to manage. And we have an accountant who does some of the work, but it's still on me. And so I don't know. A lot of
0: ducks to keep in a row sometimes.
1: There's a lot. So I do the Dave Ramsey with my own spin on it and find what works for you. Like I'm not saying follow it to a T. I'm just saying like he's got some awesome information and use it for what works for your family and your life and yeah, it'll your... Help, it'll
0: help you get a good grasp on where you need to be or where you want to be. And right. like Jen said, you can critique it to what works for you and your significant other, but it's super helpful. And so that was a huge swing in our, you know, financial department right. back in the day.
1: It was, it was huge and it made sense. I was like, oh my gosh, this guy's a genius. And still to this day, I will listen to his podcast because it's a good refresher. I'll watch his daughter. It's really cool watching his kids grow into the business too and they have different, you know, opinions on different things and it's just different point of view. And I really like listening to his his kids on what their opinion is on financial freedom also. Mm-hmm. And so that is a huge tip I would say as a business owner. Like even if it's not with him specifically, someone who does that. Yeah. Find somebody who's a financial planner. We have a great one. And who's in your corner and wants to see you win. Like not someone who's after your money to get you to open all these crazy accounts to so they can make money off of it. No. Find someone. You kind of like date your financial advisor. Like, Date around, see what you like, see who you like and nope, it's not working, we're not a good fit. And
0: do not be afraid to show up one day and say, I'm pulling all my money and going over here because we did that.
1: Yes, and be like, nope, this is not working, sorry. And it's your money. Yep. So don't be afraid to do that. You are your own advocate for your own business. You're your own voice. Celebrate the wins. You have to celebrate the wins. All the big ones. And I'm going to be honest, not everyone's in your corner. The people you thought, which leads us to our next topic. And every podcast that we do on this Unhinged Conversations is going to get juicier and juicier and juicier. And this next one, we elevate it. It's going to be pretty juicy. 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 We are elevating it because our next podcast is going to be talking about how to navigate businesses or life with unsupportive family members and friends. Yeah. And that is a big topic um, that we know a lot about, unfortunately and fortunately. Yeah. It's both sides. Live and learn. And so just embrace the journey. Celebrate all of the wins because you put in the hard work, you put in the sacrifice, you don't have to explain yourself to anybody. Learn from the losses and learn together. Remember that you're in this together. One of you can't be all in and the other one halfway. Johnny's had some wild business ideas and I'm always the one who's like the last to hop in the boat. But He always carries the ship the right direction for us. And it takes a little convincing because like he's a risk taker, I am not. And so you have to just make sure that you get maybe outside opinions. We, with one of our businesses, we got opinions from outsiders who we respected and they were like, oh my gosh, yeah, that's gonna be an amazing business. And, but do it with people you trust because we'll say we ran into one business idea in a smaller town, we are going to buy this land, start this business. Too many people heard about it and found out and someone came out who had, who this rich man came out and just bought the land out from under us and completely stole it.
0: And nothing's been happening.
1: Since so, that. don't share your business ideas <laughs> with too many people. Don't get too excited. The word spreads fast. Yep. So, we don't, share our news with our family until we do it.
0: Yeah. Until it's done.
1: And until it's done. And like we didn't tell anyone about top notch athletics until it was done. We told my dad, my mom, and I think that was it. Yep. Until it was done. And my employees, after we have already done the works, our my employees learned about it. But like we had friends and family who were like, why didn't you tell me about this? And I was like I didn't need your opinion on it. Like it's kind of like naming your kids. Like I don't need your opinion on my kid's name, so I'm not telling you until it's done.
0: Yep. You throw a kid's name out there, and somebody's snatching it right up. Oh yeah. Who's due before you? Happens every time.
1: Oh yeah. Or like the, really? That's the name. That's cute. (laughs) And then you're like, oh my gosh, something wrong with it. Yeah. No. You. This is the kid's name. The kid is Johnny, and you're like, oh my gosh, I love it. Hi, Johnny. Like, so that's how you do with your businesses. Yep. Because there will people. Who will try to steal your ideas and try to, you know, twist it and turn it and all the things. And so just keep privacy. Yeah. It's a big deal. Okay. We've got two quotes of the week. Johnny, you say the first one.
0: Our first quote of the week is, be careful who you let on your ship because some people will sink the whole ship just because they can't be the captain. Mm.
1: Love that one. So good. That's true. So many like marriage, friendships, businesses, so many relatable points to that. Another one is success in marriage and business lies in the ability to navigate challenges together to support each other's dreams and combine your strengths to achieve shared goals. I think that's a great one for this podcast to wrap it all up. You have to have shared dreams. You have to be able to navigate the challenges together. You have to support each other. And once you're in this together, you can You clap for each other. You clap so loud. You get to see all the, reap all the benefits that come along with being successful. Success is never given. You have to work for it every single day. It's the price of admission. And a quote that got me through some of my hardest days as a business owner, I saw it back in 2015. And I still keep it near and dear to my heart. I say it, I think, almost every day. And you're going to be working. We're up till 2 a.m. recording podcasts. You're going to be working. You're going to be waking up early. It's just not going to look normal whenever you're an entrepreneur or starting a business or if you're working and trying to start a business and go solely with that single business, but you have to maintain your other job and you're working double. There's so many seasons of life that happened through being entrepreneurs. And my favorite thing that pushed me through and still to this day is, it's the price of admission. It's the price of admission to the life that you want to live. And it can look like anything. Like my, what, my price of admission might be different than yours versus you know somebody else's. Everyone else has this image and this goal that they want. And it's okay for yours to look different than everyone else's or different than your family's or different than the norm. But remember to get there you have to put in a lot of hard work a lot of sacrifice and it's the price of admission. I say that. I need to get that like tattooed on my forehead or something because I say that <laughs> every day. When something gets hard, I say it's the price of admission. Yep. In a workout, you know, hard member who's really like challenging me, um days that we're just up really late doing all of the daily things and the daily grind that people don't see. It's a price of admission.
0: Yep. And I'll just end on saying this goes for both of us. Just be passionate, you know, do it, do it for the passion of what you're doing and, you know, not for the money.
1: And 100%.
0: And the rest will just come, you know, with time.
1: It's never about the money, it's always about loving what you're doing.
0: Yep. Every business we've started started with, you know, a passion and the urge to do it. Like we wanted to do it. Had to do it.
1: We had to. And you put your whole mind, body, soul in it, and you're going to be successful. We are rooting for you. We are proud of you. You can do hard things. And thanks for listening. We have fun when we record these. We hope you're enjoying them. Next week, it's going to get juicy.
0: Juicy J in the building.
1: That's what Johnny calls me, Juicy J. So we hope you found some valuable insight and practical advice as doing business together as a couple. Be sure to share this episode with other entrepreneur couples you know or leave us a review if you liked it. Stay tuned. We're going to get unhinged.
0: Together.
1: Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time on Unhinged Conversations. Bye. Bye now. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Mind to Muscle. If you'd like to tune into future episodes, don't forget to follow me on your preferred listening platform. And if you enjoyed today's episode, make sure and leave a review. I really appreciate those. Don't forget, you are strong, you are powerful, you are worthy, and you can do hard things. I love you guys. Bye.